plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, yes, it does. Hello. Welcome, Power Partners, to our informational playground. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And we are brought to the airways under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. We are coming to you live on the Voice American Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and I am Cynthia Bryan. So I'm so happy to be with you today. We've got a lot of great topics that we're going to be covering in today's Lifestyle Show. Coming up in segment two is going all about toxins in the environment, what we can do to limit our exposure and stay healthier. In segment three, are you single and not ready to mingle? You just want to be happy? Well, research is now focusing on how being single affects um, health and happiness. And there are perks. And of course, there are always downsides. But the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. And coming up this weekend is going to be the Moraga Fair which is um, our booth at Be The Star You Are, sponsored by MB Jesse, painting mbjesse.com. So please uh, check out um, bethestarur.org, go to events. And I hope that if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area that you will come out and play with us because it's going to be fun. There's a lot of stuff for kids. It's all free, pony rides, bounce houses, all kinds of fun stuff, um, arts and crafts. There'll be uh, food trucks, live music, uh, wine, beer, cider. Oh, and a vintage car show. So really fun. And at our booth, we're going to be planting seeds, both vegetable and um, flower seeds. So come by and do that and pick up some fresh uh, potpourri, all free. All right. The Miracle Moment is from Albert Einstein. Truth is what stands the test of experience. And that is uh, going to lead me into our first topic, because are you someone who scans the internet when you're just looking for solutions for problems? Are you somebody that follows influencers? Um, instead of taking the advice from someone with thousands of followers, do you actually seek out experts or people with degrees and backgrounds in this subject? Because credentialed authorities usually have the skills to help you improve. So what we're going to be looking for is the truth. And as we know, um, on social media today, there are so many social media stars. It seems like anybody can be an influencer and anybody can become a um a TikTok star, I mean, all you got to do is start hawking something, right? Make it uh, swift and fast and furious from video courses to ebooks, uh, YouTube channels, podcasts. There's all kinds of things that people are doing. I mean, even, you know, hawking vitamins. And there is a collective pitch. Um, 
the pitch is usually that this person alone holds the knowledge that is going to propel you to achieve your goals. And of course, for a price. And hey, it works for hundreds of thousands of their followers, right? But there are so many of these advice givers and there's a lot of garbage out there. And why? Because there's a lot of demand. The U.S. personal development industry, and that includes courses like coaching and workshops that are centered on self-improvement, they are valued at a massive $11.5 billion. And that is expected to grow an additional 5.5% over the next seven years. That's according to Grandview Research. And the category that will see the most growth, it's going to be online-based personal development. So we have to learn how to filter out the trusted experts because they really do exist from all of those others that are, you know, just influencers and have actually no expertise behind them except for having lots of followers or lots of likes. So we need to look into the research behind giving advice. We need to talk to credentialed authorities on the subject. And we also need to learn how to seek out and take advice about self-improvement from experts because doing this, finding the research is actually a skill. And that means that you have the ability to improve on it. So what are some things that um, we can all do? So first of all, you want to, when you're hunting for the truth, look for the credibility of the person. Instead of the person with the most followers, look for somebody that has a degree and experience in that field or lots of years in that field. Um, and they are able to share aspects, um, you know, of your background, for example. So if you want to be healthier, is the person who is giving you advice on what to eat, is that person a registered dietitian? Um, is that a person who has a practice with clients? And their website should tell you that, by the way. Or is it just somebody who's making recommendations just based on, you know, something that they're doing? You want to check the expert's social bio and LinkedIn for any prior education and job history. And this, uh, this really applies to all topics and especially anyone claiming to be an expert on money. Be careful of those because, you know, <laughs> that could be a scam, first of all. And second of all, if it is a person who has been rich their whole life and they never had to work for it or earn it, then that may not be the best advice because, you know, <laughs> I think that we're we're trying to, um, to, to earn our wealth as opposed to just be born into it. Now, the other thing you want to look for when you're looking for advice is, does the person have an ulterior motive? Did that influencer or TikToker or Yelp or whatever receive the product that they are reviewing for free? Because that could really tip the review in that product's favor. Influencers do not have to disclose any gifts. So it's up to us to do the uh, investigating. And if you see somebody posting 
uh, videos about a lot of products. Probably they are not buying them and they are just trying them long enough to, you know, maybe get a decent understanding of what they're recommending. But, you know, you can't you can't um, swear by, you know, a vitamin or something that you've only taken for a week. And, you know, I, that is that's just sort of false advertising. I remember when I was at UCLA in college and I was working at a health food uh, store, um, a famous, uh, well, I guess he was a guru in health, came in and he wanted me to do this commercial with him. And it was all about vitamins and because he thought I looked so healthy and I was so healthy. And But the thing was, is I'd never taken a vitamin in my, in my whole life. I had just grown up on the farm, eaten, you know, healthy food, uh, grew up climbing hills and trees and all of that. And so uh, I was just active and healthy. So you, you want to make sure that whatever that influences is, uh, Packing that you might want to just take it with a grain of salt because it could they could have an inherent uh, bias and just remember um, another thing is is sometimes when people are giving advice they they feel more powerful and that is actually according to a study that was published in the journal Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. So if a YouTuber is always telling you to, you know, push the like button, subscribe, 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 it might be more of an ego than, um, than actually, you know, good advice. Now, this next thing to follow or to uh, investigate is, would you actually follow the advice? This is really Im important because influencers tend to be living in a hustle culture um, they might be portraying that they are living the life of luxury and the life that everybody wants to live and um, and swear that they're, you know, making a zillion dollars from it. But maybe if you look, you know, beyond their slick videos and their editing and all of that, is their advice making any sense? Um, we We really have to understand what it is that they are portraying or selling or trying to get, you know, more followers and more likes. So kind of think about it this way. If your best friend, somebody who knows you really well, advised you to do something because they know you and they know this would be good for you, uh, would it be something you follow? For example, if somebody is telling you that you just have to work harder to make more money. Um, is that really, is it really a matter of working harder to make more money? Or if somebody says just work less, I mean, think about all of that, because that's not always the way that it works. The next thing is a cross-reference, okay? Um, you want to find out if something is real. Product reviews can be manufactured, and the like totals can totally be inflated. In fact, in 2020, according to FakeSpot, 42% of Amazon reviews were found to be fake. So when you're considering any product reviews, don't just look at the number of them. You have to 
uh, really read through them because bogus reviews may talk about how great the company is rather than discuss the product itself. And fakers might also have a large number of reviews published within a short period of time. And sometimes you'll find that the words are the same and it might even be like a robot wrote them. And maybe it did because, you know, maybe it's chat GPT that is writing these for them. Um, I, I know that a few years ago, um, I was, uh, my husband and I were going to take um, a trip to Cancun and we were looking for a a place to stay, but it, we didn't want actually a bed and breakfast, but we did want kind of a, a small little, kind of a mini apartment, something that had a, a kitchen and um, a couple of bedrooms because we were thinking of taking the family balcony and, you know, sitting room, et cetera. And we found this place online that looked great. It had just all raving reviews. And, you know, I think I just, we just didn't look deep enough because when we got there, the place was really actually a dump and things were falling apart. In fact, we were afraid to even stand on the balcony. So in uh, retrospect, when you look carefully at the reviews, they were probably all just written by the same people or by the, um, the owner of this place itself. So what I've learned since that experience, and that was quite a long, quite many years ago, but now when I'm looking at reviews, I read many of them, and then I try to see where uh, the reviewer is from, and then it actually um, get more of a feel of what that area's taste could be. I mean, I know that different people have different tastes all over. But you just have to look at a bigger cross-section. And if something just has all glowing reviews, then that needs to be suspect too. But look into the people who write them. Are these people for real? The other thing is, um, when it comes to Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, did you know that anybody can buy likes? It's problematic because people often overrate advice from others deemed successful, and especially when there is a lot of it. So we have to be careful. Consumer Reports uh, tells us to uh, really be on the lookout, and you want to have reviews that, you know, there's no inherent incentives to give positive reviews. For many years, I was on the, um, the Yelp the Yelp uh, squad, which was the elite, it was called the uh, the Yelp elites. And I took it really seriously that I really wrote honest reviews of anything, any restaurant I visited or trip I went on or store or anything. And the interesting thing was, is, I mean, I don't like giving bad reviews. I really like to find the positive in everything. And so I would always try to find a positive, but I would also say whatever I thought, you know, in my personal opinion was a negative. The interesting thing about that is if I ever gave a, um, you know, a two or a three, which wasn't very often, I usually heard from that, um, that store, that business, whatever. And sometimes they were really mad. It's like, are you trying to put us out of business? And it, the whole thing was, is I was just trying to be honest. So, um, also, the last thing I just want to touch on is 
what do other experts think? It makes sure that you watch a lot of videos on the topic from various sources. And that way you'll learn about the pros and cons of something. And the more diverse opinions you get, the more insight you're going to get. Um, what you'll often find is that the best advice isn't from just one person on an extreme, but where they kind of all meet in the middle. And I know, you know, as a, a lifestyle coach and an acting coach and empowerment coach, and I've been doing this for uh, several decades, I always tell people to always trust your gut. And no matter what it is I say, um, go with what you believe is the most important thing, because that is what matters, is what um, what you which you really do believe. And then also get other opinions. You know, just don't rely on one. Well, that's all we have for segment one. When we come back from break, we're going to be discussing toxins in the environment and how we can limit our exposure and try to stay healthier. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. Stay with me. Lots more to come. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is Well, this is an important to topic that we're going to talk about because there are so many toxins in our environment that we're not even aware of. It's like a toxic dump. Our body contains 206 bones, 600 muscles, 39 trillion microbes, and dozens of man-made chemicals. And there is a new science that is out that is trying to figure out how we can stop all of these chemicals from killing us. So we do really want to pay attention to this. So our body is like a time capsule and humans have found or created more than 150 million chemicals. Now you probably remember um, memorizing when you were in school, I think it was in, was it in physical science or biology? I think it was physical science. We had to memorize the periodic table of elements. Well, uh, now there are 118 entrants. And if you think there is some regulator or a safety board between us and big chemicals, brands of whatever they're coming out with, we need to think again. Because even though the government has the power to block chemicals before they reach the market, in practice, it rarely does. In fact, get this, the EPA has banned only 13 chemicals, and that's ever, (laughs) ever. So um, there are a lot of evidence that chemicals not intended to be in our body are in our body, and they are harming us. Exposures affect the body in many, many ways. They can change the bacteria in our gut. They can upend our uh, microbiome. They can alter the way our cells talk to one another. They can throw off our biological functions. They can impair our nervous system. They can put our body into a state of stress or disrupt our hormones. Um, And of course, they cause inflammation. They can also interact with our genes. And we saw that in Flint, Michigan, when 99,000 people were exposed to lead, but only about half of the households reported that their children were sick. Now, those who were worse off from lead poisoning, they might have been predisposed to suffer due to a lot of different factors. Their bodies might have been primed for something to come up and mess them up. And the lead, that lead exposure, put that whole ball in motion. Because um, genetics loads the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. So the question for the rest of us is, How do we keep that safety on? Seven million people worldwide die from air pollution each year. And that is the most obvious of exposures. And it doesn't doesn't have to be hard to try to keep us away from um, super exposures. And it doesn't have to be real expensive to limit the amount of toxic chemicals that we are exposed to. I mean, people, when they talk about exposure, we think about, you know, the explosion at Chernobyl and a nuclear reactor or something like that. But 
It doesn't have to be catastrophic experience. It's the stuff that we are exposed to every day that we don't even know about. Those little tiny exposures that are adding up that can really cause harm. And although the chemicals are coming at us from, you know, from all angles, angles, um, what matters is how we can cleanse them out of our body. So we have to stop and evaluate what we put in our body and on our body every day and find opportunities to make small changes that are going to make a difference. So let me just give you a few things that can help with detoxing that are just a small effort. You know, I, I mean, until until big science comes up with a big solution for how to stop so many chemicals from accumulating, these are some small things that we can do to limit our exposures. And uh, these small things are actually based on scientists who have uh, talked about how to reduce toxins at home. And here's what they say. So first of all, let's talk about cooking. So it's, you probably already know this because people are, you know, are proponents of it, but buy organic or just be smart about it. Now, organic fruits and vegetables, as we know, they are more expensive, but the thing is that they come with way less pesticides. Now, what I am a big believer in is grow your own groceries. And that is fine. You know, you can have porch plants, you can have a pot on your, um, your balcony, or just a few pots on your windowsill. Because if you can grow a few things, you're going to be healthier. One of the most common types of pesticides appears to mess with your cells metabolism and your nervous system. And if you're eating fully organic, that's um, going to be less. But again, eating organic might not be in your budget. So I want to give you a list of the fruits and vegetables that tend to contain the most pesticides. And then this can help you decide which produce to buy organic and where to settle for conventional. So this is called the dirty dozen of vegetables and fruits. And this is what has the most chemicals in it. And I think you'll be surprised because they're things that we all love. But this is where if you're going to spend money on organic, this is where you should buy organic because there are so many pesticides in these 12 things. And I'm going to list them in the order of the most pesticides. So the one with the most pesticides is strawberries. The second, spinach. Third, collard greens, kale, and mustard greens. Now, just stopping there for a second, I am growing strawberry spinach, and I, I don't have collard greens, but I have kale and mustard greens. So I grow wild mustard, and it's delicious. And it just, you know, it comes up, and you can eat it, and then there's no pesticides on it. So if that would be, you can get seeds, and it'll grow anywhere. So that's something that we could all grow. The fourth, peaches, pears, nectarines. The seventh is apples. And they always say an apple a day keeps a doctor away. But if you're eating apples that have been sprayed with the pesticides, not good. The eighth is grapes. 
again, we love, you know, everybody seems to love grapes. Um, however, if you're eating grapes out of season, you can be well assured they're coming from a long distance away, probably from South America, and they're filled with pesticides. Nine are peppers and hot peppers, 10 are cherries, 11 blueberries, another thing we're told to eat every day, but they're filled with chemicals, and 12 is green beans. So those 12 things, if you if you are able, if those are things you want to eat, buy them organic or grow your own. Strawberries, spinach, collard greens, kale, mustard greens, peaches, pears, nectarines, apples, grapes, peppers and hot peppers, cherries, blueberries, and green beans. Now these, the next ones, are what we call the clean 15. And that means that these have the least amount of pesticides in them. And so you can feel fine uh, just buying these in the regular, you know, at your farmer's market or in your grocery store. And again, I'm going to list them in the order um, of, of the least amount of chemicals. Avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, Sweet peas that are frozen, so frozen peas, asparagus, honeydew melon, kiwi, cabbage, mushrooms, mangoes, sweet potatoes, watermelon, and carrots. And do keep in mind, there are a small amount of sweet corn, papaya, and squash that is grown from genetically modified seeds. So, you know, that's kind of an iffy thing. Now, in general, if you are eating something, if you peel, you know, if you peel the skin, although skin is usually really good for you, especially if you're organic, uh, that you will uh, minimize some of the pesticides that are in there. But the pesticides do go deep into the cell, the cellular level of the fruit and vegetable. So just consider like right now it's springtime, a great time for to go to your garden center or wherever you can get a few plants and um, you know just buy a couple tomato plants you know buy buy some things that you know they have peppers are out there right now beans are out there right now sweet corn um, cabbage just buy some of that and plant it you'd be better off now drinking really good idea to filter your water tap water in many parts of America may contain disinfection byproducts. And those disinfectants, like a brominated acid, are they're carcinogens, and they are linked to increased bladder cancer rates. Uh, but all you have to have is a standard pitcher filter or any faucet with a charcoal filter, and that should keep most of these chemicals out of your bottled water. Exercising. Now, you really do need to work out, and However, it is dangerous. The air pollution, as I just said, affects billions of people and is responsible for 7 million deaths globally. So that's a tough one when you want to exercise, especially if you're a runner and you live in a big city or if your softball ball league, you know, plays a ball near the freeway. Um, exhaust from cars is bad for you. Yeah, we all know that. But it turns out that you can escape the worst of the effects if you just move further away, even just a few blocks away. So like if you live in New York, just go jog in Central Park instead of on 
Fifth Avenue. Or if you want to run somewhere in a neighborhood, pick a quiet street. Just don't don't run where there's lots of cars going by. Now, cleaning products. This is another one. You know, it's time to start stocking up on baking soda and white vinegar. Consumer preferences um, push companies to cut back on chemicals. And we know that the effects of cleaning products, there's a lot of chemical research um, that's going on that really shows how bad all these chemicals that we use for cleaning are uh, and that really increase our exposure level to chemicals for our body. So we can clean up our act right now by just mixing up some baking soda and some vinegar and using some elbow grease. And you'll be surprised at how clean things can get. Also, if you have, this is just uh, the goddess gardener talking with for weeds. If you have like weeds in your driveway or along a path, if you mix a white vinegar, now you, at the hardware store, you can get a 30% white vinegar. It costs about, I don't know, $28 for a gallon, but you can mix that with a little bit of salt and put it in a sprayer. And that white vinegar will kill um, anything it comes in contact with. Do it on a sunny day and you will get rid of anything. So you don't have to use Roundup or anything like that. So consider that. The next thing is don't eat out of plastic containers. Stop, stop, stop. Most plastic food containers contain chemicals like BPA and phthalates and that's what make the plastic flexible you know so you can move it those chemicals actually leach into your food and especially when they're subjected to heat like if you put a plastic container into the microwave um, then that can lead that those chemicals leach into your food and it can screw up your hormones and your um, your endocrine system so the things that it really affects is like fertility disorders, uh, early puberty in kids. So you could buy some glass containers and they tend to last forever as long as you don't drop them and they'll be better for you. And then grooming, go fragrance free. Artificial fragrances are made from petroleum or usually made from petroleum. And that is not something that scientists recommend rubbing on your body because, and you shouldn't be rubbing it on your neck or you shouldn't be rubbing it on, um, you know, behind your ears. And, but these scents are everywhere. They're ubiquitous in consumer products today. I mean, we have scented deodorant, the shampoo that we use that smells so good, garbage bags, candles. I mean, I love scented candles, but it's better to buy scented candles that are made from organic materials. If you want a lavender smell, make sure that, you know, it's real wax with real lavender in it. Um, even felt tip markers. So in addition to passing along the endocrine disrupting phthalates, they contain known carcinogens um, and of which are linked also to many different kinds of cancers. So here's the thing about most of these smells. You really don't need them. Like uh, so many people used Febreze, you know, for a long time. It, just open your windows, open your doors. Um, look for fragrance-free, not just unscented. You want fragrance-free. 
because uh, right now there, you know, everything seems to have a fragrance with it. So obviously we have um, a lot of challenges out there, but if we can forego that spray, you know, if we have an odor in the house, you don't want to spray it. Just again, open the window because you don't want yourself or your child or any family member to be inhaling these synthetic scents. And if you skip dry cleaning, if you don't need your clothes dry cleaned, maybe that person who works at the dry cleaners will be exposed to fewer cancerous solvents. And if you don't waterproof your boots, your whole community may have fewer uh, PFASs in the water supply. So just like war and climate change, um, it's not completely out of our hands. We have agency over what we intentionally put in and around our bodies. So take what we know now and start putting ourselves in charge of our own body's destiny because we don't want our bodies just to be a toxic dump and we want to stay healthy as long as possible. Well, you're listening to Star Style be the star you are. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. We're going to take a quick break to have a business fight, and then we're going to talk about being sing single and happy. Stay with me. We'll be back in a bit. Be the star you are. The star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. When working with an indecisive client, do you get frustrated? Here are a few questions to ask yourself before you can resolve the indecision flu. First, have the needs of your clients been clearly articulated? Do you understand what they're really looking for? Second, do the products or services that you offer meet their needs or would it be better to refer your client somewhere else? Third, is the timeline for your products or services in sync with the timeline the client wishes? Fourth, if your client isn't clear on what he or she wants, are you able to read between the lines or rephrase the question so that you're not working with a yes or no answer? Keeping the best interests of your client will serve you best as well in the long term. You don't want to push a sale on a resident client because that results in lack of trust. The question, how can I best serve your interests? It goes a long way to establishing a rewarding relationship and a client that will return for more business. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profit. This is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style with another business bite. Please visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's Cynthia Bryan, Bryan with an I, dot com. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. 
help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is Okay, well, we are back, and it's really not uh, about show business, but it's definitely... Definitely about finding happiness on your own because so many people have always thought that if you want to be single, it just means that you really want to mingle and that singles are always looking for a partner. But, you know, that is a myth and we need to bust it. The marriage rate has been decreasing now for decades and More people than ever before are living solo. In fact, nearly 40% of adults in the United States are unpartnered, and that is up 29%. It was 29% in 1990, according to the Pew Research Center. And now it's 40%. So people are enjoying being single. And about half of these, um, of that 40%, are not interested in dating or in a relationship at all. They're completely, completely joyful and blissful and happy on their own. So evidence suggests that people in romantic relationships tend to be happier and have greater life satisfaction than singles. Um, That's what the research has shown in the past. But there was a big but. As with all relationships, it's complicated. What the research also shows is that people in unhappy relationships or unhappy marriages have equal or worse health outcomes compared with those who were never married. And another important caveat that we have to think about is the singles who have the hardest time with their relationship status are not singles who are just single. They tend to be people who are divorced or people who are widowed, they have worse mental health. So researchers are only beginning to understand how singlehood really affects our health and our happiness and how the solo life comes with lots of surprising perks. You know, you can be happily single. Once you realize that being single is who you really want to be and that it's not going to change, then your outlook becomes wonderful. Then you you tend to look at it in a completely different way. So there's as the new science of singlehood crystallizes, there are some of some 
very intriguing lessons that researchers have uncovered on how to pursue a very fulfilling, meaningful, and psychologically rich solo life. And I would like to share these with you. And again, these are coming from researchers and scientists. The first thing is to identify the upsides. Long-term singles tend to have certain values in common. They cherish their freedom, they cherish their independence, and they even really cherish creativity and non-conformity. And they cherish these things more than others. And this is from a researcher at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem and author of several books, including Happy Singlehood. In one study, hundreds of unpartnered men and women rated having more time for themselves, being able to focus on their goals, and not having anyone else dictate their actions as they or uh, anyone that they have to report to as the top perks of a solo life. The second um, identifier is they don't want to rush to couple up. People who focus on what they don't have often find themselves miserable. And this is from the same researcher. His, researcher. his research indicates that the more someone wants a relationship, the less satisfied they'll be with their single life. So the key to being single and being happy is to find ways to enjoy your current relationship status. Enjoy being single. And even if you eventually want to be part of a couple, take stock of the benefits of singleness. Engage in hobbies and self-care activities, which are going to boost your self-esteem and give you overall life satisfaction. It, you know, you can have a real sense of purpose and um, perhaps, you know, volunteer or pursue a passion that you wouldn't be able to do um, maybe if you were in a relationship because maybe you wouldn't have time. So that will give you a sense of confidence and esteem. The third thing is to really embrace your friends. Those in relationships often turn inward to their partners or to their families. And as a result, people that are part of a couple, especially men, they might lose track of their friends over time. And then in later in life, they might find themselves rather lonely. And singles, on the other hand, typically have stronger social ties, which is a real key to happiness. And the research suggests that those without a partner usually have more friends and are more likely to support and visit their parents and their siblings than those who are in a relationship. So, you know, um, being a really good friend and having friends is really key to having a joyful life. Now, that is whether you are in a relationship or single. But again, it seems, at least according to these researchers, that um, singles tend to have a, a greater amount of good friends that they can depend on and that they can have some fun with. So the fourth thing is to embrace a healthy sex life. People in relationships tend to have more sex than singles, according to Jeff McDonald, who is a psychology professor at the University of Toronto, 
But his research finds that the extent to which single people are happy with their sex lives predicts their satisfaction with their relationship status. So those with higher sexual satisfaction tend to report less desire to marry, and they hold stronger beliefs that singletons can be happy and joyful and free and have that time of their lives. And the fifth thing that the researchers say is just to ignore all those stigmas. Many people continue to see singlehood as a, a transitory stage on the way to a romantic relationship, as, you know, kind of like it's the second best option, or, you know, I failed to find a partner so far, but um, so I'm single. But don't look at it that way. If you are single, and you're worried about others, what others are thinking, just don't be. Live your single life fully, live it joyfully and unapologetically. I mean, I, I like to say to live everything unapologetically. I think that it's just so much better to live a, a life of being your true, authentic self. So People who try to stigmatize you are the ones who should be embarrassed, not you. So just don't start worrying about that. It's very important that you you uh, enjoy your single your single time. And if, if if being single is what makes you happy, just stay happy. Be happy. Now, before I end the show, I just wanted to talk about the alarm over the growing trash problem in space. I'm not sure if you saw this. Um, I was reading about this in, in uh, Time magazine, but 66 years ago, there was a single human built object in the Earth's orbit, and that was Sputnik. And that was the world's first satellite. But today there are over 100 trillion objects circling the, the planet. And that is a draw dropping number um, that is really horrible. So we need a global treaty to curb the ever-growing debris belt in low Earth orbit. This a dangerous debris, the junk includes 9,000 active satellites. There are also spent boosters, stray bolts, floating paint chips that go along with launching of all that hardware and orbiting the Earth at 28,200 kilometers per hour, which is 17,500 miles per hour, even the smallest piece of rubbish can strike an object just like a bullet. So astronauts aboard the International Space Station, they have to routinely shelter in the attached uh, Soyuz or the SpaceX spacecraft to wait out a passing swarm of debris in case the station gets catastrophically struck and they have to bail out in a hurry. So ultimately, that debris is going to fall back to Earth and incinerate in the atmosphere. But we seem to be replacing the junk at an all-time faster pace. So researchers liken the space trash problem to the mess that we've made of the oceans. And the difference is we've had centuries to foul the oceans, but only decades to do the same in space. So in March 2022, world leaders signed a global plastics treaty to curb the mounting plastic waste in the oceans and eliminate what is already there. We need the same thing to happen in space because it is getting 
very dangerous. So we need to tidy up a species that is smart enough to reach space, certainly more difficult than learning to sail the oceans. We should be smart enough not to mess up space once we get there. So the marine debris and the space debris are both a detriment and it is avoidable. Well, that's our show for today. And I thank you so much for uh, listening and tuning in every week here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We always come into you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. For more information about Star Style Productions or to purchase any of my nine books, visit my website, CynthiaBryan.com. If you are interested in getting involved with Be the Star You Are charity or want to make a donation, please visit bethestarur.org. And don't forget that this uh, week we have our Moraga Fair. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you're already the star you've dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And until next week, when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self and be here with us next week. Make it a great week. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.